Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Taylor Rapp, former Washington Husky defensive back, and you are tuned in to the Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. Hello, and uh, welcome back. I just uh, wanted to start this off by saying the uh, last week uh, has really been another difficult time. Obviously, this whole pandemic and uh, the George Floyd murder uh, sort of sparked this really pivotal time in not only the country's history, but the world's history, uh, but mainly, you know, here in the U.S., but uh, for Jacob Blake to be someone who was just trying to break up a fight, um, to not have done anything wrong, and you know, to be surrounded by police for n- no real reason, and to be shot in the back seven times rather than restrained or tased or tackled. Any of those things would have been better than being shot at all, let alone seven times in the back. You know, luckily he survived and is in uh, critical condition now, and he's paralyzed from the waist down, which we I don't think it's uh, known if it's permanent yet, but the fact of the matter is that I, I don't want my words to, you know, um, it's difficult because, you know, I feel like... Um, I'm just I just get frustrated to see the things that are happening, but obviously I'm not the one I don't believe I'm the one who should be directly speaking on them. Um, you know, but for that to happen and uh Chadwick Boseman's passing, it's uh it's been a rough week. So um I just need to repeat that Black Lives Matter and um that you know, go out and please vote in this uh vote vote the current president out in november please go out and do your part you know it's it's very important let's talk about some sports for a little bit starting off with our resident football team uh russell wilson quarterback stated i mean quarterback russell wilson i don't know why i said it like that said that he as well as his seahawks teammates would not have played a game if there was one this week Due to what had to occurred uh, this week, as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, which kind of follows what has happened around the sports world, uh, with postponements taking postponements taking place in the NBA, WNBA, uh, MLB, and MLS. Uh, you know, it's it's really important that these athletes take these stands because you know what what. In, in my personal opinion, nothing really brings a community uh, or a group of people together like sports, you know, and a lot of people pay attention to these sports, obviously. So it's greatly important that these people use their platform, these athletes use their platforms to speak on these issues because, you know, they've, and many, many occasions, they've been directly affected by these issues. Uh, Coach Pete Carroll also spoke on these, uh, protests and the issues taking place uh saying that anything is possible when it comes to things like the cancellation of games or forfeit of games in the future uh, of this season Uh, and he said that this is a protest that doesn't have an end to it until all the problems go away which is true you know this 
the 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 end game here is to have equality for people in this country for all people you know it's you don't protest just for a short-term resolution you protest to resolve the issue uh also today uh on saturday p carroll said that uh he had some comments in a press conference he had a week uh, he had a press conference and seahawks did not hold practice uh so that they could um pardon me my i'm i'm uh bringing my memory uh oh so they could register to vote if they had not already been uh but essentially coach talked about racism you know and the role of white people have in creating change in this country you know moving forward and there have been criticisms to coach carroll and i've had my own here and there i know that i um but what he did today was really important and it's really good to have a coach that is willing to say something and willing to step up um you know just for him to go out and challenge other coaches to speak up uh challenging white pistol white pistol white people to listen to the message that black people have been screaming for so long you know not being silent about these issues is very important because you know when you're silent about these issues i feel like it makes you people don't really know if you support them or not um and we've seen many different people make their own stances there was a comment brian erlacher made that was essentially sort of bashing uh the postponements which doesn't make any sense you know it's I don't know. I just I just find it so hard to believe that so many people have such hatred in their heart. Uh the mindsets that they do, I just don't get it, you know. Anyway, um in other news, pardon me. Well, also to add on that, Jamal Adams recently traded safety uh well traded to us was, you know, pretty vocal about his happiness with the organization and what coach Carroll has said and just, you know, how the Seahawks have kind of been an example and talking about issues like this in the league. Um, so that's good. You don't want to keep your players happy. Obviously you want to actually take care of your players. Um, and these, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm, it's, there's just a lot going on and it's on my mind and I just, at the end of the day, I want to be able to help. So, uh, Defensive back Marquise Blair had said to have performed well in the nickel uh, from these practices in training camp to the scrimmage game that the Seahawks had. Uh, Ken Norton Jr. said that this, uh, this emergence of Blair in the nickel will allow the team to play more man defense, which they haven't had the chance to do in the past due to the uh, sort of play from the nickel position. Uh in more interesting acquisition news, the Seahawks were looking to bring in a wide receiver due to injuries uh, to wide receivers Phil Brissett and John Ursua. Uh, Paul Richardson was someone that uh, had been brought in for a visit, and he was signed today, uh, coming back to the team that drafted him out of Colorado. Uh, Ursua has a tweaked hamstring, which Pete Carroll has kind of said is just a slight injury. Um, and uh, Philip Dorsett has been dealing with a foot injury that's kind of nagged him for a little bit. 
So it's just interesting to see that uh, they bring back Paul Richardson uh, as Josh Gordon hasn't been reinstated yet. So you've got now DK, Tyler Lockett, uh, Paul Richardson, Philip Dorsett, John Ursua, Cody Thompson, uh, shoot, David Moore. Pardon me. Sorry, David. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like you're pretty good at that position. Obviously, I'd like to bring back Josh Gordon, but at the end of the day, I'm not the guy making the calls uh, from the GM's office. Uh, Jamal Adams, as I mentioned him before, uh, cut his fingers while slicing berries, and he had to get stitches for them. He is not expected to miss significant time, and it's not expected to be a major issue, which is good. Uh, there was a similar incident, uh, not CX-related, D'Angelo Hall, of the Washington football team uh, slipped in his kitchen and I th- think he had a knee injury because of it, but he'll be fine. He just had to get stitches and he was wearing a club, uh, but it was just kind of a, you know, a little bit of a injury there, but yeah, uh, just, you know, just say it again, black lives matter. And, you know, to encourage you to have these conversations and to check in on your friends uh, because you you never really know what's going on in people's lives. You never know if they need that support. And yeah, I'm sorry if uh, you know today's a little bit not as excited as I can be, but just you know, there's just so much going on, and obviously I love sports in every facet of the uh, facet of them. But right now it's bigger than that. Right now it's bigger than those sports, and to see these athletes showing that and taking those stands. It's, uh, to me, it's really, it's it's great to see. So going into our Mariners, uh, game week recap on Monday, they had the day off. On Tuesday, they beat the San Diego Padres in San Diego 8-3. to uh, The Young Mariners route one of the MLB's hottest teams, you know, a team that has Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, Will Myers, uh, J.P. Crawford homered in this game and had a double. The Padres' uh, seven-game winning streak was lost, I mean, was broken there. There was no game on Wednesday. Wednesday, It was postponed after players uh, had voted not to play due to the uh, Jacob Blake shooting. So obviously, like I mentioned earlier, these postponement of games taking place. Um, And then so on Thursday, they had to play a doubleheader. Game one, they lost 7-10 in a seven-inning game due to the uh, doubleheader. the Mariners had a four-run lead in the seventh, uh, in the top, uh, wait, no, bottom of the seventh, pardon me, gave up seven runs in that inning. Uh, they, you know, they fought a good game against the Padres. It was a close game, and they ended up losing seven to ten there. So, I mean, you, you can't really be upset about that. Uh, on Thursday, in the second game, they won eight to three, similar to their game on Tuesday to win the series. Jose Marmaleos. Had a grand slam, he homered in the game before, so he had two homers on the day. Uh, and the, the Mariners had a six-run first inning. Evan White was out uh, this day due to uh, sort of a shoulder injury uh, that he sustained while uh, fielding a fly ball at first, so they kind of took him out as a precaution. Uh, Friday versus the Angels lost 3-2. to two. Uh, The rally falls short. They uh, had a, They were down... Three to one in the ninth inning, and they uh, scored a one run, but they couldn't ultimately come back. Uh, so the team currently stands at thirteen and twenty-one, fourth in the AL West. And in other uh, MLB news, there has been an idea from the MLB to create a single elimination tournament called the Baseball Cup. 
which I find really interesting. I don't know if that's an idea to sort of um, replace playoffs, but you know, as long as it's in a bubble environment, I think it'll be fine because it bubbles have worked from MLS's back tournament to what's going on in the NBA and the WNBA. So, you know, they kind of feel like that's where you need to go. Um, but the, the baseball cup, I've never really thought I'd heard something here, like something like that. Um, but also to get back to the actual point, the Mariners, you know, it's a rebuild year and they're letting the young guys play and to, to challenge, to have close games, except for one against the Dodgers, to have close games against the Dodgers and to have close games in every game of the series, except for the one six to one loss against the Dodgers to the Dodgers and the Padres. I mean, I feel like I have to feel like that's a hopeful sign. Obviously there's been some issues with the bullpen and that'll be solved. Um, in the young talent that's been brought up through the draft, well, not brought up, but has been acquired through the draft. Uh, Pitching has been an issue, but, you know, to have guys like Kyle Lewis, Evan White, J.P. Crawford, Shed Long, Sam Haggerty, you know, it's uh, – and, and more. You know, Austin Nola has been playing well too. So, you know, to have these guys come out and perform this way uh, in a season that is shortened, you know, and is a rebuild year or reimagine is the term that was used by Jerry DePoto um, – I, I, I've got, I've got hope. I don't care if we lose games, you know, that's going to happen. Just kind of got to deal with it. Moving on into Seattle Sounders news. There was a game that was scheduled versus the LA galaxy on Wednesday, but it was postponed also due to the Jacob Lake shooting. So obviously, you know, uh, seeing the repercussion, seeing what was happening as I had mentioned it earlier. Um, In Seattle Storm news, uh, on Tuesday versus the Indiana Fever, they won 87-74 to 74 in that rematch. Uh, Brianna Stewart had 27 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 steals. Pretty good game for Peck in the stat sheet there. Uh, Natasha Howard had 13 points, 9 rebounds. Alicia Clark had 11 points and 8 rebounds. The game they had versus the Las Vegas Aces was postponed, uh, obviously in accordance with everything that's happened earlier and the Jacob Blake shooting uh, in the game today on Saturday versus Chicago sky. They won 88 to 74. Uh, Brianna sword had 21 points, eight rebounds. Natasha Howard had 17 points, 15 rebounds, really big game on the glass for Natasha there. Uh, and then, so everybody except for, and Jewel Lloyd had 12 uh, and Alicia Clark had 11. So Jordan Canada was out collecting assists with nine points there. Uh, Suber did not play the left knee injury, and Izzy Magbagor uh, had 11 points off the bench there. So, you know, kind of getting back on track from the two losses that the team sustained. But more importantly, uh, the WNBA has done a really great job of sort of being essentially being a leader uh, when it comes to social injustice and social justice. Uh, you know, fighting for what's going on and just sort of leading by example um, what's going on. You know, the WNBA has really just kind of set set a good example is what I'm trying to say. Um, 
And I think that's really admirable to see what they've been doing. And, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I really am proud of what they're doing. Obviously my opinion might not matter as much, but to see that and to see them setting examples in ways that other leagues really seem to be lacking is, uh, kind of speaks volumes. Um, for a league that quote unquote might not be as, you know, watched or necessarily get the same viewership for them to go and make their stand. It's, it's, it it's really great. And, you know, you'd hope that other leagues would follow suit. It'd be really cool to see the NFL do more stuff. There is a plan for the NFL to have content around social justice in week one. So we'll see what that means. That's pretty vague. Um, but, you know, we'll see how that goes and what that necessarily means. But um, the, the WNBA has been in the forefront when it comes to social justice and speaking up for what's right. Uh so just major, major, major props to them. And not necessarily the whole league all the time, but different teams in the league itself um, have really just taken that step. And it's it's incredible. And they're some badass women. So in Huskies news, uh, there is currently a movement to have the Pac-12 reverse the decision to delay the basketball season January that is gaining momentum. What that means ultimately, it's hard to tell because we are still in August, which is about to change in a couple of days. But, you know, like I've said before, this pandemic has shifted in ways that, you know, we, we couldn't have predicted. And obviously, you know, it, I feel like I haven't heard as much about the pandemic in recent weeks, just simply due to the election and what's going on with the uh, conventions of both parties. But, um, it's 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 still out there and it's still greatly affecting our lives so um i feel like if you could have a sort of bubble or some way to make sure that there is no way that the athletes could be you know exposed then go ahead you know these other leagues like the mlb the mls the nba the wnba they've been performing and the nfl has been practicing you know and they've seemed to be doing good but that's only because they have that they have to have that discipline you have to have that respect for each other you know to be able to know that everyone is going to you know do what's best for the team as coach carroll would say you know so i want to say by the same time as college students you know and you don't know what's going to happen cuz the university of alabama opened up and they got like 900 plus cases so you know at the end of the day, it's about respecting each other and doing what's best for the team. And if you can find a way to have these college programs, college basketball programs start up, then I say, why not? But at the end of the day, the pandemic, you know, it's affecting a lot of lives. So it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to lead by example and to do something good in the entertainment world, you know, and to give these fans something to look forward to but I don't think it should be something that's necessarily, you know, pushed too hard without proper, proper thought and, you know, good planning. So that's all I've got in the sports news, but yeah, I just, I need to hammer that, that point home that black lives matter and that, you know, 
this is a fight for equality. The kneeling was never about the flag. It was never about disrespecting soldiers. Never. It was about fighting for equality. And, you know, when Colin Kaepernick first knelt, started kneeling, pardon me, I was... I was indifferent because I respected the cause, but he was a 49er. So I was like, you know, I was dumb. Um, but just, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, people are so quick to talk about the looting or the rioting, but that's not the real protesting. Those aren't real protesters. You know, like, I don't see why equality and fighting for what's right, I don't see how that's a debate, you know. And don't say, oh, if they would have followed the rules or where they would have complied. I can show you personally several videos of white people not complying with the police and getting away scratch-free. Not getting shot seven back in the, seven times shot, not getting shot seven times in the back. For, he didn't even commit a crime. I just, it's, I just get real frustrated, you know, um, because it, it, it ultimately it doesn't make sense to me. I just wasn't raised in a way that I look at somebody for the color of their skin and I think that they're like evil somehow or that they are a lesser being than me. The entire premise of this country was that we were all supposed to be created equal, treated equal. You know, this country was essentially sort of built on the premise that we could all come here and live our lives and not necessarily have to worry about what's happening, you know, and slavery may be gone, but racism never left. It just got instituted in different ways. And you could even argue that slavery, you know, isn't gone from the way that the prisons are run or the quote unquote war on drugs. I know this isn't sports. I know this may anger people, but I'm here and I stand for equality. So if you've got an issue with it, talk to me. Let's have an actual talk. Have those difficult conversations. Like I said, I don't want to be the one who is ultimately making all of the points here. Because I haven't directly been affected by, I haven't directly experienced what my black brothers and sisters have experienced. But I think it should be simple knowledge that we're fighting for equality here. I feel like that should be pretty easy to find out. Pretty easy to know. Pretty easy to understand. So, I want to thank you. I uh, I've been a little bit stressed out this week with work and i've got an interview uh, i shouldn't have said that well there you go i've got an interview to record on monday so that'll be coming um but uh yeah i want to thank everybody who still uh shows out who still listens it says i have a 12 annual listeners or 12 uh, an audience of 12 people so those 12 people Thank you for rocking with me. Uh, if you're somehow still here by now, if you could please just repost this on your story, please go retweet 
via tweet from the official account. I retweet it, retweet it from my Twitter account. Share it on your Instagram story or, you know, leave a comment, you know, follow the uh, account's Instagram, please. Whatever, you know, whatever support I get, I really do appreciate. So, thank you. Uh, I hope you're all enjoying your day, whether it's you're listening to this tonight on Saturday or a different day. And uh, be well out there. It's a crazy time. Uh, just want everyone to stay safe. So Black Lives Matter. And uh, I hope you all have a good rest of your day.